This is Richard Risfet with American Ag Network. I got the opportunity recently to go out to Peterson Farm Seeds right outside of uh, Harwood area, and I got to see what they're working on and cooking up out there. And boy, I tell you what, they it, they do a great job out there. A lot of research. They've got a bunch of different plots, and they you know they've got a field day coming up August 31st. We'll hear a little bit more about that. But first, you know, I met up with Rick Swenson, who is the lead agronomist over there, and he covers a pretty wide territory. Let's hear where he just recently been. I get all over the place. Uh, you know, we've got territory management all over the tri-state and try to help everybody out so we've got well over 100 dealers scattered out try to uh, give them the support they need and uh, the growers along with that so um, yeah I get all over the place I live in Minnesota but I was in Minot yesterday and uh, way up north almost to Canada yesterday morning so uh, pretty good footprint so he's been east west north south he's been all over and let's hear what he has to say of what he's uh, what he's seen out there and what uh, you know what maybe you're seeing out in your fields as well at this time all things considered, the crop looks really good. You know, it's actually been a lot more fun to look at stuff this year than the prior two, especially out west, how dry they were. Uh, those guys have a crop out there right now for the first time in a couple of years, and they're pretty excited about it. Uh, there's some really nice wheat out there. You know, a lot of that early wheat that went in is fully headed, looks nice. Some of that other stuff, you know, might head out here another 10 days or so. The canola was kind of past bloom, and um, we need a little bit of time on the corn. There's no doubt about that. Um, but, you know, really the crop got planted 10 days to two weeks late and really that's what we're looking at so i guess as we're looking at this heat right now coming up you know these you know high 80s if not 90s even 60s almost 70 at night that's going to help and anything we can do to go above average on heat units with this corn uh, it's all going to help down the road so i really don't want a september 7th frost but uh, I think if we can get a normal frost or even into the beginning of October, we'll be just fine. Where we're at with the moisture we've had and how things look right now, the factory is built. If we get the rest of the season to keep that factory alive, there's going to be a good crop out there. If we get an early frost, that's going to hurt things, you know. And if we run out of moisture in areas later on here, that's going to hurt things too. But right now, it's, it's a lot of fun actually out walking crops, taking notes because things look nice they're progressing well and i'm excited but uh we need august and september to be nice to us also but you know he's also seen what some of the issues and some of the problems that maybe you are also seeing as well idc does seem to be a pretty big one at this year but we also got some gosses wilt that's been around for about 10 years or so and uh, you know we discussed some of that so let's hear that watching a lot of idc up and down the valley right now you know that's been a big pressure uh, that's another one we're looking at out here too is just you know, really the last few years we've been breeding soybeans to be taller, more bushy, you know, fill out, and they give you high yield, right? But then at the same time, we've also been cutting our populations back to keep away from white mold and things like that. And now we're seeing a lot more IDC than we've seen in the last few years. So we're really trying to figure out what those right, you know, what is the right population we should be at. We're also going to be planning our IDC trials here. We're going to have 12,000 different IDC trials where we plant individual hill plots and rate all of our varieties going forward. There's been a lot of new varieties. People are coming out with new stuff every year. And we really want to trust but verify. And when we have them on our own plots and we can handle them and get, you know, a couple of years of data before we actually launch something, we can be comfortable that it's the best it can be uh, to put on those acres. So... Uh, Disease-wise, uh, we've got Goss's wilt out here. We took you through that and had the interns out inoculating. You know, it's 10 years old to the area, but really we don't know what disease is in our geography. I mean, you get down to the I-states and places like that, and they've got all kinds of different things that kill the plants, but it's one nice thing about living where it gets 40 below. We don't always have that many pests, right? But 
Goss is one that has come in the last 10 years and is a major formidable opponent. And it's something that we're working on both from a genetic standpoint, you know, what can the hybrids handle, and uh, just to understand the disease a little bit. So we're inoculating stuff at different levels on the plant and different levels of inoculum and uh, just to try to learn and then also pass that the biggest thing is if we can pass that information on to the grower to make a better decision in the field that's what we want to see now if you'd like to uh, see for yourself some of the research they are doing and maybe some of the things that they can help you out in your own field they have the field day the peterson farm seeds field day coming up august 31st it runs from 10 to 3 p.m let's let rick tell us a little bit more of that in detail so field day uh, it's been a big focus but we're really taking even a renewed bigger focus on it and really going into the agronomy aspects of that and so right now we've got nine speakers we're working on that 10th one to get lined up but uh, to have all different aspects of farming. You know, there's a lot of talk about biologicals and things like that, and we want to give kind of an unbiased look at that. Uh, we've got some guys coming in to talk about gene editing, you know, and what the future is with that, not even just traits, but what can we do to uh, work with gene editing to get some of the different characteristics into a plant that we want. Um, we've got Tom Hag coming in, corn grower president, uh, so kind of give a local, national, you know, even global perspective from his standpoint. We've got Carl talking about IP beans and we've got traits and then really the big Oleans Ventour along with everything else. So uh, it's going to be a fulfilled day. We really spent a lot of time digging in and trying to come up with really good information that growers can actually use. I mean that is really the sole focus. If there's something out here that can't add yield to the farm, we're not going to do it. We don't want to waste people's time. We want to bring as many people out as we can. And really everything here is to add bushels to the bottom line. And we'd love to see a pile of people out here. So, Well, and if folks want to get signed up, do they have to sign up for that? What uh, what do they have? If someone wants to come out here on August 31st and check it all out for themselves, what should they do? Show up. Yeah, we're going to start at 10, run till 3, uh, basically half-hour sessions with the speakers. Uh, get a chance to tour the uh, hybrid and variety plots, see what's out here that way, but then listen to some of these speakers talk about this different stuff. We'll have full agenda about with that here real quickly for everybody. Um, and then take the tour. I mean, you got to take the tour today. It's a you know, big 160-acre tour with a lot of different trials out there and just see what's actually going on. You know, we've got some precision planting stuff out there with some high rates of in-furrow fertilizer in the in the press wheel and just what can we get away with? What can we do next to really push and uh, drive yield going forward? And believe me, I got to see a lot of it today, and it is pretty exciting of what they're doing out there. And they have it all mapped out, all ready to go. They'll show you a lot of things and what they've been working on. It is pretty interesting. So if you get a chance, get out there August 31st. You don't have to register anything else. It's 10 to 3. Go out to Peterson Farm Seed and check it out for yourself. And if you just want them to come out into your field, they will absolutely do that. They will do everything they possibly can to make sure that uh, you're getting the best yield, and they'll come right out and work with you. Give us a shout. Uh, if if you've got some good ideas, if you've got some different agronomic things you are wondering about, uh, not just here and not just in the valley. I mean, we're all over the tri-state. Like I say, we're down to Yankton and we're all down to I-90 in Minnesota. Uh, we're, we're all over the place. And so the more we can learn, the better we can be for our customer, uh, the better. So if there's something you want to find out, we'd be happy to run a test on your own farm. And... Uh, to reach out to me or uh, jump on the website uh, that's probably the easiest uh, i've got phone numbers on there email addresses would love to visit and uh, otherwise my number 218-770-8975 would love to to visit and take a peek
Well, I want to thank Rick Swenson, who is the lead agronomist over at Peterson Farm Seed, for showing me around at some of the great things that they are doing out there. Now, in a future story, I will be going back out there, and we're going to get a little history of corn. There is something special coming up, and it is quite interesting. Now, if you do go out there August 31st for their field day, you might be able to see it yourself. But uh, in a month or a month and a half or so, I'm going to be back out there, and I'll bring this story to you personally. So for the American Ag Network, I'm Richard Ristvedt.